If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy. And you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily. I'm scared. It's 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Henley. I'm scared. Are you scared? It's 2020 just completely. I am scared. It's 2020. <laughs> okay. I'm excited and also scared. Okay. Got it. <laughs> um, I'm Sammy and I'm brave that it's 2020. <laughs> that doesn't make any brave sense. In 2020. <laughs> brave in 2020. Brave in 2020. Um, did, well, did anything scary happen to us this week? Um, I cleaned my house for seven hours yesterday. I know I've complained wow. about this you to you guys before. You really good at doing chores, Sammy. <laughs> no, I'm like, I feel like I'm not because they just are never ending. And I just feel <laughs> like it's scary how I can never catch up with how much needs to be done. It feels mm. like no matter how much I do, mm-hmm. yeah, it's mm-hmm. all dirty again the mm-hmm. second I'm done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it terrifies me. You also have two cats. Two filthy, disgusting Animals cats. Animals are disgusting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Always mm-hmm. getting their hair everywhere. Chewing on things. Sometimes one of them has poop on his butt and wipes it on my bed. <laughs> Ew, gross. <laughs> Truly, it's, it's so insane that any of us let animals into our homes. It's so disgusting. They're foul. Like, what are we thinking? I mean, they're very cute, but it's insane. I love them a lot. Yeah. But. Anything scary happen to you, Emily? Um. Well, I... <laughs> Uh, over the holidays, I was with my family and um, my dad and I, he brought me to this thing that he loves very much to do, which is indoor skydiving. <gasps> oh, right. <laughs> which if you're not familiar, please look it up. We got to post um, these photos oh on my our God. Instagram. We should. <laughs> so indoor skydiving is essentially you're in a huge air tube and they <laughs> shoot air up from the ground and you just like cover and <laughs> it's really crazy it does feel like skydiving it's like a, i was really scared we so you get there and you like can see people doing it and then you get your turn and you like go they tell you how to have good form they give you like cues and a trained skydiver is like in there with you to sort of just make sure you're you're good um but it looked really scary and i was really scared to do it and then i did it and honestly it's fun it's really fun hell yeah um henley anything I really struggled to come up with anything. I haven't been doing anything over this break. I did get my ears pierced yesterday. Oh, yeah. oh my god! And you have headphones on. How are your ears doing, Hen? Um, I was definitely was a little nervous beforehand. I remembered right before it happened. I was like, right, this might hurt. I forgot. <laughs> and then it uh, honestly was totally fine. Didn't hurt at yeah, all. Yeah, it's it's especially ears. It's like it's just. But skin. I did get four piercings technically yeah, yeah. And, and you're an adult so they did them like with the needle uh-huh because when we were kids they do like the gun the right gun. did you get the gun piercing i got gun. the gun piercing for mm-hmm. sure. oh i don't even know what she was doing i couldn't see but uh probably a needle anyway that was my scary thing pretty anticlimactic after the indoor skydiving <laughs> i don't know <laughs> um okay uh, should we get into this movie what's this movie yes this movie this week's movie is the exorcist Ooh. I had to say it in an extra spooky voice. It was really spooky. <laughs> it's a, it's a it's scary an extra spooky one. movie. It's like, I feel like it's one of the scariest of all time, right? I think like, so. Without, it just is. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It was made in 1973, directed by William Friedkin, written by William Peter Blatty, based on his his own book. Mm. Um, it is starring Ellen Burst- Burstein, Max von Sydow, Linda Blair, and Jason Miller. Ooh. Ooh, baby. Um, and this week to talk about the access with us, we have uh, you're just going to love him. The, the <laughs> so delightful actor, writer, comedian, dear friend, Chase McCown. Oh, thank you for having me. Woo-hoo! Thank you for being here. So Chase. happy you're here. Welcome. Um, welcome. Did anything scary happen to you this week, Chase? Funny enough, while <laughs> watching this last night, um, my boyfriend and I just moved into a new place and. There's like a guest room and guest bathroom on the other side that we just never go over there. Sure. So it's always yeah. dark. And I'm watching the movie 
Are you home alone at this point? No, No, he's with you. Well, he was asleep. Oh, he's not watching this. No, (laughs) he was asleep Mm -hmm. and I was in the living room. I hear something on the roof. Um, Now, I manage the building. And so I have security cameras that I can go look at and there's nothing up there. Mm. But it's like footsteps. Oh, my God. And then because my boyfriend has a cold, I spent the night in the guest room. Mm -hmm. And all throughout the night last night, I could keep hearing what sounded like something either running or pacing or walking on the roof of the building. No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) Rather Krampus than what we dealt with in The Exorcist. Yes. Yeah. So that was all night? For the most part, yeah. I did get a little sleep, but uh, it was consistent. Wow. What do you think it was? Uh, honestly, I think it was probably like a squirrel or some sort of animal or like oh a God. demon. Or yeah. a demon. A yeah. squirrel, animal, or yeah. demon. I really hope it's not a demon. Uh, you know, I do too, and I appreciate that. Probably, <laughs> so, maybe like an animal that has something wrong with it. Like, yeah. what, that's a lot of energy, a lot of manic energy coming from a squirrel. Well, it's a flat roof, though. So I think mm. I would have been, even been able to have seen like an animal mm-hmm. with the security camera. There's nothing. Mm, so I think it's all in all likelihood probably a demon probably. but oh my god bring that security but footage with you next time it. and we'll oh review god. it together I shall. Oh, yes. <laughs> and maybe there will be some tips in this movie for how to deal mm. oh my god honestly also what a very loving partner you are that you didn't wake him up I immediately oh. would have been like, um. <laughs> well, only because I know he's not going to listen to this. Um, oh, great. It would have been kind of like getting Scooby-Doo if you were scared of something. <laughs> yes. Wait, so do you like watching horror movies generally? I do. Um, I love horror film. I have a weird, not a weird, I don't mind being scared. That's fine. I do not like gore. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Beyond like your scream if it's Standard on the inside horror. i want it staying on the inside yeah yeah, yeah okay um, yeah. so there are horror films so that you I've... can see a stab happen as long as yeah. nothing comes back out sure <laughs> and i have seen most horror films i have skipped over like the torture porn genre yeah, yeah. i've never seen that Henry's i really aiming to find somebody who likes it because we've got we're up at zilch right now <sighs> zero yeah nobody um yeah. yeah i don't i've we've yet to have anyone on who loves gore I have yeah. no one. A lot of people love Stephanie horror movies. Said she loves gore, but not torture porn gore. That's true, right? Mm-hmm. Violence. Right. There, yeah, like there is gore that can make me laugh, like Kill Bill, not a horror film, but like right. that level of high gore, like right. that's you can do campy. That. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Not campy gore, gore, torture but porn. So your right. favorite are more like psychological. Yes, mm-hmm. this is one of my favorite horror films. Um, and I like some of the slasher stuff that leans on gore, like 80s stuff. I love Scream from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are a lot of great, very subtle, quiet horror films from the 50s that aren't oh, cool. like necessarily jump scares, but 50s and 60s and so on, but Ooh. effective. So I've always loved the genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like to be scared. I don't know. Maybe it just puts in perspective whatever stresses me out in my day-to-day life. I'm like, well, at least like I'm not. Right. Yeah. yeah, at least someone's not yeah. systematically killing all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> at least. Uh, it helps with gratitude. Right. Yes. <laughs> That's why I love horror. Uh, I like that definition of why you would like horror. It's a, a gratitude practice. Giving thanks. Can we would you mind sharing your horror trivia, your personal life horror trivia that I do truly love? Oh, is it the poster? Oh yeah. It's oh the boy. Yeah. Um I forget about that. <laughs> I never do. Uh so the human centipede. <gasps> Um, oh my from god, no. 2009, the Something first like one. That, yeah. Oh my uh, god, there's multiple? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. I think there are two or three. I've never seen any of them. Right. No, no. But I am on the very first poster <laughs> for the very first human centipede. Oh my god. There's, You're like the middle of I'm the it. man You're screaming. The yeah. 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 Oh with my two god. pairs of hands behind me. Oh my oh god. My god. Yeah. How did you get that job? One of the pairs of hands behind me. Um, <laughs> she was like, they want a male at the front of the poster. She and her two, her two friends um, were going to be the hands. And they're like, we want someone we can like trust because it's going to be very close quarters. You'll mm-hmm. have on pasties to make it look like you're naked. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know. I knew the title of the movie. I had yeah. no idea uh, if it was going to be theatrical or oh my God. it would be ever seen, seeing the light of day. For like one hour at some studio off of like South La Brea um, <laughs> behind like a Target shower curtain. So it had this kind of visual effect. Um, with a little bit of like fake blood painted on for an hour. We just the three of us. <laughs> I'm at the front with my hands up and two <laughs> pairs of hands around my derriere and just a bunch of fake screaming. Oh, wow. Then God. I was in New York about a year later almost. And I was coming out of a subway mm-hmm. 
and the subway lets off like by a movie marquee and there's the poster <gasps> for the first time I'd ever seen it. Wow. Yeah. What did, what was your reaction when you saw it? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. It is time for cocktail hour. This week's cocktail is the devil in me. To make this drink, you will need one and a half ounces of cognac, a third an ounce of ancho rays, which is a chili liqueur, half an ounce of plum sake, a third an ounce of luxardo maraschino liqueur, and a dash of chocolate bitters. You will stir all ingredients with ice and strain into a chilled martini glass and garnish with a Luxardo maraschino cherry. We are still not drinking because it's still dry January and I'm very sad because this sounds really good. So if you make it, um, tell us how it is. Let me tell you guys about why I've never watched this movie until until Friday. this week. Yeah, okay. Um, I have tried to watch it twice. Mm-hmm. And both times, a window in the house shattered. Mm. Oh, no. <laughs> it, first time it happened almost immediately. It was in a very, like, you know when you used to scroll through channels and just watch whatever it was on? So we were, like, starting it in, like, the middle of the movie, basically, because it was mm-hmm. just on a channel. And it was at a like crazy exorcism part. Oh, my God. And like pretty much the second we turned it on, a window shattered. And we were like, no, 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 no. Why did it shatter? What happened? Well, okay. So we didn't know that it (laughs) (laughs) we didn't know that it shattered at first. We like looked at there was like a loud bang Mm -hmm. and we looked outside and we're like, oh, it's raining all of a sudden. But it was the glass like breaking. Oh, my God. (gasps) And then there was like a loud banging at the door and we were like, oh, my God, Like, what the fuck is going on? And it was the neighbor who had heard something and he was like, are you guys OK? Like I heard a loud bang. Mm. We went and looked outside to see if like a bird had flown into it. I like assume that is That's what probably happened. what happened. Yeah. Couldn't find anything. Is it? <laughs> but, but did it happen again? But then so we were like, OK, well, we're not going to watch that because now we're freaked out. And so we watched <laughs> something else. And then, yeah, like a few months later, we circled back and we Same were like, place? let's in the same house yeah okay. and we were like let's try it again put it on again no this time the bathroom window shattered oh, stop no, it no, and no, this no. was in the daytime this time <sighs> first time was at night so it was extra spooky but this one was just like oh this movie's just unrelentless it will smash windows at any time <laughs> Wait, <laughs> were windows were windows smashed in that house at any other point i, I don't think so that is crazy wow. um so i've been pretty scared of this movie and haven't watched it up until now, but I'm really glad I did because it's very good. And no, no windows broken. No on windows Friday. broke. Wow, but I'm I did scared. watch it by myself, and I was pretty I'm nervous. Scared. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know. Chase had footsteps. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think maybe I passed it on to you. I think someone uh, watches it with you every time you watch it <laughs> yeah. or something. Oh my god, that's so scary. Oh rent it tonight. Rent it. Rent it. Oh, I'm really excited um, to hear about it, but yeah. I'm also very scared. Okay, and but, there's there's like lots of weird trivia. Yeah, about I was this gonna movie, say yes? that's my that's my personal trivia. That is but, that's. Freaky. I think the, the like most important trivia for this podcast is that this is the first ever horror film to be nominated for Best Picture. Oh, oh my God. And wow. o- only one of two. Get Out is the only other one. <gasps> Whoa. Um, there have been like some psychological thriller, like um, Silence of the Lambs. Right, but not a pure Jaws, horror. Um, but those are the only two that are actually like <gasps> categorized as horror. And people were very upset that Hereditary was not. Yes, I recall. Or at least that Tony Collette I think wasn't. they will start getting nominated more. I feel there like... There are some incredible films that yeah, are more films. Yeah. yeah, but there always have been, though, so I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Maybe that's, wishful, maybe that's wishful <laughs> thinking. But um, yeah, I don't know. Just wow. like watching this movie, I was like, wow, this podcast is so great because it's really making me expand my knowledge of horror, and oh. it's just such a great genre, and mm-hmm. I'm just growing more and more appreciative of it every day. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So, Amazing. And um, this hit like the filmmaking zeitgeist of the 70s just in time to not just be a horror film, but a really well-edited and well-shot mm-hmm. movie that looks a lot like the movies of its time. So it's just, even if you don't like scary movies, visually, it's very striking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Well, okay, so there's a scene where Reagan, the little girl, projectile vomit vomits uh, yes. on the priest. Pretty famous scene. Pretty famous. Mm-hmm. And um, the plastic tubing misfired and was intended to hit him in the chest, but instead hit him in the face. And so his reaction is genuine. And they only had to take one take because he was mm. so angry and shocked. Ha! <laughs> well, there you go. And then um, the like profanities coming out of 
Regan's mouth made Max von Sydow like actually forget his lines because she says such horrible vulgar things (laughs) and it's a little girl and it is really like disconcerting you're like it's so weird to like watch this little girl give this performance i want you guys to quote that later yes oh i've got my line ready okay i'm excited um how old is she in the movie 12 and is the actor actually she must be close to 12 she i think yeah like 13 12 yeah and she got like she's like fucked up for making this movie right is that a thing she and ellen burston the mom had some long-lasting scars physically Some, or like, emotionally trauma. from this movie oh they both got pretty injured right yeah yeah, <gasps> yeah both they both hurt got their like backs. spinal injuries oh mm-hmm. my god because they're being like flung around so much in like exorcism scenes. similar to the scene you describe with max von Sydow, when um there's a scene where ellen burston has flown off her daughter's bed and i mean you watch it it may even be in the trailer like she had told friedkin like hey the first time we did that it was a little rough with the harness uh, go easier so instead he went a little harder <gasps> oh my and god i mean you see it like you see that reaction is not acting right like the pain in her face a few, a few things i feel oh, like oh no and this I was is reading... a time before actors right this is way before actors right <laughs> yeah and i after i watched this last night to go to bed wanted to like read about it mm-hmm. um and ellen burston like in an interview from a few years ago is like i still have weekly massages Aww. and they can still feel like Oh, that's where the back is messed up. And it's been 50 years almost since the movie. Wow. Jesus. Oh, no. Okay. So, and another thing I read is I believe she was nominated for Best Supporting Actress, but at the time, people didn't know that the voice coming out of her mouth was not her voice. Oh. So she's basically lip syncing, and it's like a much older woman who, like, said she like chain smoked yeah. incessantly to prepare for the part to like make her voice extra scary just for that one voiceover line <sighs> no it's like throughout the, oh, the whole yeah the you whole... hear you hear a little bit from um the demon mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i'm realizing i feel like i've i feel like i've seen this movie because i've seen so many of the like little classic clips. scenes yeah and also parodied so many times yes. that's yes but i also am realizing i know absolutely nothing about this movie. right yeah. i like don't know what the plot is at all Besides the basics. Wait, so well, did well. they nominate her because they thought she was such a good actor that she did a crazy voice? And yeah, which wasn't... is like a little crazy to me because I feel like it's, I don't know, pretty clearly not her voice, but maybe that's just because I know. But like you hear her, she has a little girl's voice. She's a little girl. <laughs> it is. And then the demon voice is like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the demon I... voice is not subtle. An adult who chain smokes to prepare. Yes. It's, yeah, different. Yes, but I don't know. But she's still really good. She I is. mean, it's like, I just think it's funny that they were like, oh, we didn't know that it was another voice. We and so got then tricked. We're just, we got tricked. So that so they didn't she didn't win. I think lip syncing is hard in in and of itself. Yeah. I mean, she's, yeah. she's still doing the work. Yeah, she's definitely still, still doing, doing the work. work. Um should we watch this trailer? Let's watch Let's the trailer. Let's watch the trailer. Oh boy. Look, your daughter doesn't say she's a demon. She says she's the devil himself. I'm telling you that that thing upstairs isn't my daughter. Now, I want you to tell me that you know for a fact that there's nothing wrong with my daughter except in her mind. You tell me you know for a fact that an exorcism wouldn't do any good. You tell me that. The one hope. The only hope. The exorcist. That was a scary trailer. Mm. It was. One of my favorite things upon going down the research rabbit hole last night is that this movie came out the day after Christmas. What? <laughs> you watch that trailer and you're like, well, <laughs> it's a holiday what movie. better way yeah, <laughs> to celebrate the, the holidays? The perfect Christmas movie. <laughs> going into 1974. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just want to, because I didn't mention it earlier, but I feel like it deserves mentioning the makeup artist in this movie is named Dick Smith. And the makeup in this movie is amazing, mm-hmm. not just on Reagan slash the demon, um, but on Max von Sydow, who mm-hmm. was 44 at the time of this filming and looks so old that I actually got like confused and that I like had to look it up and be like, wait, but he's like still alive. How old is he? Oh, <laughs> but they did. They did the old like latex, like wrinkling his skin. Like he truly looks like an old man. And I was just confused and thought that he was now like 130 years mm-hmm. old or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah great makeup 
Mm-hmm. Ooh. Okay. All right. Let's, let's get into get, it. Yeah, I just, I, I just wanna, I just wanna know if we're gonna hear footsteps on the roof right now oh. while we're I going through sure it. Sure. Hope. And not. so I wanna just dive right in. It's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet, so you get a box of the market's best quality wines however often you'd like for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary, code and password too scary for a hundred dollars off your first six bottles. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's gonna be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Speaking of Max von Sydow. Yes. Our movie opens in modern day 73 in Iraq, where Mm. it's this veteran Catholic priest and he's on an excavation, um, just archaeological dig in the city of Hatra. And there he finds an amulet that kind of has like a demonic face on it. Um, we will later come to learn out who the come to find out who specifically that demon is. Uh, but there's this beautiful shot where after he finds this amulet, you can tell it has historical significance to him. This ooh, demon's face. He's ooh. very haunted he, he's by it. He's familiar with this. Demon. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of kind of subtly spooky stuff starts to happen. The winds pick up. Two dogs get in a big fight. And then there's this beautiful shot of him. The face that's on the amulet is also on a big statue out in this desert. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a shot where Father Marin comes face to face with this statue, kind of setting up He's the good the and demon. evil. Yeah, the good versus evil um, conflict of the movie. Mm-hmm. We then cut to modern day Georgetown in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Ellen Burstyn's character is an actress named Chris McNeil who is on location with her 12-year-old daughter, her assistant, and a small housing staff in this house in Georgetown. She's shooting, shooting some sort of political activism movie. We get a good swath of just their day-to-day lives. Mm-hmm. Um, Reagan, her daughter, is a happy, normal 12-year-old girl who loves horses. and Ugh, Horse girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and Chris, even though she is rather temperamental on set, which I found delightfully, Fun. <laughs> I uh, love a movie about actors. I, that's one of my favorite unforgotten detail or forgotten details of this movie. Yeah, it's like the mom's an that. actress. Yeah, that's cool. Filming right. a movie. Um, and I Ellen wonder if that lends to people not taking her seriously. I don't know. I also read um, in casting What Ifs they wanted Audrey Hepburn to play yes, this. Yes, which is Ooh, so interesting. Yeah. Character. 
And to me, I like Audrey Hepburn. Ellen Burstyn has that Betty Davis thing where she can just be in a rage of fury. Yes. Yeah. And there are so many points in the movie where that serves her and the character well. Yeah. And Audrey Hepburn had great range, but Ellen Burstyn's like temperament mm-hmm. is perfect for this movie. Yeah. Um, there's a scene early on before any of the conflict happens where Reagan's dad is kind of an absentee parent and yep. she's simply trying to reach him in Rome to get him to wish his daughter a happy birthday. Ugh. And Ellen Burstyn is irate at just being held on hold. Um, she's like, I've been on the phone for 20 goddamn minutes. <laughs> just shrieking. Um, that was a good Ellen Burstyn. Thank you. Right I've been working on it. <laughs> it's good. It's good. So then as we are meeting them, we also meet um, Father Karras. Mm-hmm. Um, a priest who's in New York staying at like a YMCA. Yeah. Um, he's like in a college dorm, I think. Yeah, or is that later? Well, no, yeah, I think that no, he's, you're right. he's um at like a university and he is a priest is like a and chaplain? also a psychologist. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, and I got like very spooky vibes from him early on mm-hmm. as like someone who's this was their first time seeing it, and so I was like, Oh, he's the bad guy. <laughs> well, and he's an extra the bad guy is the demon. <laughs> I know, but I was like, oh, we got a, a bad priest here because yeah. you you meet um, Max von Sydow first. And I was like, good priest versus bad priest. Sure. <laughs> That's it's not the case. It's not how it turns out. But and you can tell the father, the father Karras, the younger priest in New York, has some uh, like secular levity to him. Like he's yes. watching Ellen Burstyn's character film this movie. He's laughing with all the other extras. Mm-hmm. Um, he drinks. Uh, was he an extra in the movie? He so he her movie within a movie. That's how right, we're introduced right, right, to him. Right. Is he is standing as an extra okay. in the mm-hmm. character Chris's movie that's mm-hmm. being okay, filmed. Okay, cool, cool. Um, we also learn that his mother is sick, and there's this choice that he and his uncle have to make to try to find somewhere for her to live with constant care. She ends up being put in a really poorly run mental institution. Yeah, it's like a very scary one flew over the cuckoo's nest yeah. type place. And then his mom. <laughs> passes away yes yes and so we've set up the story rather quickly of this secondary character kind of seeing that he has his own struggle with faith mm-hmm. he's starting to have these fairly creepy dreams mm-hmm. about his mother um and then even out of the gate with chris and reagan a few weird things start to happen like chris is convinced she's like i heard rats in the cellar she's telling one of the handymen yeah. and he's like i went up there there are no rats and she's like no i hear something up not cellar excuse me the attic mm-hmm. yeah um and then, like, lights will flicker where they're not even aware of it, but we see it. Mm-hmm. So something strange is afoot mm-hmm. in the McNeil house. And then one night there is a party that Chris is having at her home. Yeah. Well, before that, they have yeah. the, the Ouija board. Oh, thank Never you. Good. Yes. Never yes. good. Um, they're, like, in the, in the basement mm-hmm. now. Reagan is the daughter. She's down there and... Um, they find a Ouija board and it, the piece moves all on its own. And Chris is like, oh, haha, like, you know how to play. And just, no one's like as freaked out by it as they should be. And they give a weird name, a Captain it's Howdy. Captain Howdy. So um, Reagan says she's been playing with Captain Howdy. Look, mm-hmm. if your child tells you <laughs> they've been they've met someone who you can't see mm-hmm. in yeah. a house. That's bad. It's yeah. always bad. Yeah. Is this the first scene of a Ouija board in a horror movie like this? this is the first uh, Ouija board oh, an experience? interesting question. Yeah. I don't know. I would love to do a We'll never know. Let's do a little history. I've never seen one. Let's do a little history on the Ouija board. I'm yeah, good. I don't want to be near. I don't need to. Um, okay. I don't necessarily so yeah, not believe in that. They um, put the Ouija board away and she goes and tucks her in bed and the daughter's like, basically brings up Burke, who is the director of the movie, right? Yeah. And she's like, is Burke coming to my birthday party or whatever she like has a little moment and she's like what do you mean she's like well i know that you like him and you're gonna marry him aren't you Mm -hmm. and like so her weird her single mom has like a maybe a crush on the director or whatever they like oh the kid says that about the The mom mom. yes oh i thought you meant the mom said that about the kid yeah so do you my 12 year old daughter have a crush on the adult director (laughs) you're gonna get married yeah (laughs) and that's not the scary part of this movie yeah (laughs) okay got it (laughs) um and then one more thing that happens before the party or like one more little clue that something weird is happening is Reagan. Reagan sleeps in her mom's bed and she's like, why are you sleeping in my bed? And she's like, my bed won't stop shaking. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh-oh. Not good. Uh-oh. Yeah. And then I think we get to the party. It's like a rap party, right? Yeah. And it's a big party. It's mm-hmm. quite happening. Mm-hmm. Um, after everyone assumes that Reagan has gone upstairs to bed, she comes back down mm-hmm. and there's an astronaut at the party. Okay. 
and she looks at him and rather coldly just says, you're going to die up there. And then she immediately starts to urinate on the floor. Oh, wow. And the adults are obviously this is this is when the party is at an end. There are probably like half a dozen people left. Um, but the mom gives her a bath right after that. And she's just trying to coax. Like what's going on with Reagan out of her. Yeah. Reagan will not talk. And she you can just tell in her facial expression. This is the first time something's really different where she's, she's just changed. Um, she looks kind of angry and unsettled. Uh, we go through a whole series of diagnostic stuff and she's getting a shot and she's refusing it the whole time. And it's a very quick shot, like many of the shots in this movie to kind of keep the story going. But they give her this injection and she looks at the nurse or the person administrating the shot. And she goes, you fucking bastard. <gasps> and then we cut immediately away from it. So we can just see that her temperament is giving way to something. Yes. She's not a normal 12-year-old little yeah. horse right. girl. Because right. when we see her, she is so happy. She's talking about horses and getting back to L.A. Now she's an yeah. agitated little devil. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking bastard. Um, but this, this, so the like doctor scene was one of the hardest to watch for me. There's a lot of them because they yeah. put her through a, like a lot of tests and it looks so miserable and just like, so the first thing I had to look it up because I was like, this looks like the most barbaric test I've ever seen in my life. They like inject a needle into her neck oh. and then are, it like blood is like spurting from it. <gasps> She's not under like anesthesia. No. Stone cold. And um, I don't know. It just looked so horrible and scary. And it's called a cardioid angiography. Angiography. And apparently this was the scene in which when the f- movie first came out that most people like threw up and fainted. This mm-hmm. was like the first big. Because it, it just looks so real and so Ugh. scary. I really yeah. hated it. <laughs> what is it a test for? It's, so they're basically like trying to find a lesion in her brain that would make her act out in this okay. way. Mm-hmm. And they're so they're doing like really in-depth like spinal and brain scans. Oh, okay. So they do like um, e- EKG. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, can't, I can't remember. EKG. But they do like a few things. But this looks like the most like invasive one that just really yeah. I, I hated. <laughs> and including that one and all the other subsequent ones, they don't find anything at all. Yeah. Okay. But they're so, like certain. They're like, oh, yeah, she's going to have like a brain lesion it's be for like sure. A tumor or something. Yeah. And or, then they're yeah. all like, what the fuck? Like, there's nothing. Because then one night when Chris is out, she has her boyfriend, Burke, mm-hmm. uh, babysit. And Reagan is like out. She is sedated. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Chris returns from wherever she was. And Burke has died mysteriously <gasps> by falling out of the window. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, my God. And it's assumed that it was an accident because he, when we first meet him, he's a heavy drinker. He's drunk at the party. He right. starts a fight with someone in the kitchen. Wow, good babysitter. Um, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's not who I would have left my <laughs> sedated child home alone no. with. Um, And then, you know, a lieutenant investigates the death, interviews Chris. And this is where we start to bring Father Karras a little bit more directly into our mm-hmm. story okay. with mm-hmm. Chris and her daughter. Because his mother at this point has passed away mm. after being in this mental institution. Right. I think the detective goes to talk to him first, Father Cross, and mm-hmm. is like, what do you know about like witches and like witchcraft and like supernatural things? Because he tells him that Burke's head was turned around in such an <gasps> unnatural way. Yeah. That like, Three, well, yeah, 360? a 180, 180, 180, like 180. turn, one, a 180. Yeah, and, um, and it's like pretty unlikely that it would have happened in the fall. Yeah, and that doesn't so, tend to happen. <laughs> in so a fall. It's like, a, I think he says like a one in a thousand chance. And I'm like, that seems too high of That's, a chance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's not that crazy. Yeah. Um, but another thing that happens in between these things is when they like go and check on her in her room one day, she's like. I think it's when the like doctors come in, they're like, oh, things are really bad. Like come in and sedate her some more. And sh- this is like her first like very vulgar thing mm-hmm. is she's like thrusting, like, like humping the air and screaming, yes. fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. <laughs> yep. oh my very God. sexual. Yeah. And it's <laughs> a really weird thing to see a 12 year old girl, girl and do. And it gets weirder. Oh, oh no. no. That was just the first one and then a weirder one is So later. that's like the first time we've really seen her since Burke dies. Right. Yeah. And but the first should, time we assume we've she's seen... been like sedated pretty much they're like, we don't know what to do with her. Let's just keep her mellow. Yeah. Yep. Um, Can I just ask a logistical question? She, is it summertime? 
Is she like on summer vacation? <laughs> like, is she not in school right now? What That's a good question. Maybe, maybe because they're like, she has to like travel with her mom for work. Maybe they, maybe she has it's a tutor. Yeah, because yeah. it is it's, winter or fall. Yeah, I think it's what a question. To ask. Ask. Like the, 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 I don't know. I, didn't I think just want to know this. where her like you know school friends are. She has an assistant who's <laughs> with her. I think um, she must be homeschooled. Yeah, yeah she doesn't live there. So there's an assistant who looks friends. after her all day, and I think there's a scene where they're doing homework early on. I just want to make sure she's getting her schooling while she's being. Um, she <laughs> has a tutor. She is not getting devil. her schooling yeah. at this point. This moment, she's by about not. the midway point, algebra is no longer a concern. <laughs> it is not a concern for the well-being of Reagan. Well, that'll be a mistake when it's time for her to apply to college. Fair enough. <laughs> She'll have a damn good essay, though. <laughs> That's true. Um. So then there's a scene of Chris going in like this boardroom of all the like doctors where they first suggest an exorcism because mm-hmm. they've they've suggested psychiatry they've run all the tests oh wait the psychiatry scene is first huh yeah okay they had first suggest a psychiatrist a psychiatrist comes over and it does not go well it does not go well at all mm-hmm. <laughs> he hypnotizes her oh demon's not gonna like that Mm-mm. and first she, he's talking to reagan and she's like yes like i want i want the demon out of me and he's like okay like, let me talk to the demon. Has Re- has she been saying this whole time there's a demon in her? Like, did she, did she make that clear? Mm. Or is this the first time we hear this her say that? She says someone is in her, I think. Maybe yeah. she doesn't use the word demon, but she's like, get him out or something like uh, that. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, And so Sad. they think she's like schizophrenic or something or making it up or something. And so mm-hmm. anyways, the, the in this hypnosis session, he's like, hey, let me talk to whoever is inside of mm-hmm. you. And... Big mistake. Her face turns scary. Yeah. Via the makeup from yep. the great makeup artist. Yep. Um, and she just starts like kind of low grumbling and, and then grabs his dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and like doesn't let go of it. He Correct. like jumps back and she just like follows with him and they have to like pry her fingers off his dick. It's yeah. so crazy. Yep. So this is a very <laughs> sexual demon. Extremely yes. sexual demon. Yes. What and a ag- choice. And again, I repeat, we're just getting started. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I can't wait. So okay, so they dubbed the the voice, but she's doing the twelve-year-old girl. Yes, yeah, and it's Linda Blair. Yes, I'm sure she had a stunt double, but yeah, not all the time. No, no, yeah. Um, Okay, I did not realize that this demon really wanted to fuck. Yeah, this demon, this demon (gasps) fucks. Oh no! Oh no! (laughs) Chase! Oh no! Okay, okay. Um, okay. So then we've got then then we've got the big boardroom where they're like, okay, maybe we should try an exorcism. And they're like, not necessarily that it's a demon, but sometimes people like, like have, the have, it the, yes, they're yes. like they'll have it in their heads that it's a demon. And so only through like the show of an exorcism, will they admit that they're better now or whatever. They're like, can't hurt to try. Can't, honestly, can't hurt to can't try. Hurt to try. Yeah. A little placebo exor- exorcism. Yeah, never yeah. hurt anyone. By this never point, hurt anyone. Yeah. I actually, it probably could, but... <laughs> Leave no stone unturned at this point. Leave no stone unturned. Yikes. Leave no dick ungrabbed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, well, then, no. Karas has repeated difficulty trying to get through to the demon and to Reagan. Oh, they start with him? Yeah. Oh, and yeah, and this is where we get um, one of our more colorful yes, lines from yes. the demon. Oh, fabulous. One of my favorites. Um, okay. But basically what happens is he's like, you know, as we know from the conjuring, you need permission to perform an exorcism <gasps> mm-hmm. from the Catholic Church. Yes. From and so he and so what you need is proof that the possession is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he, you know, comes with his recorder and um, how did they do it before we had recording equipment? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. They flew the Pope I in. Don't they know. flew the fucking Pope <laughs> in. What an honor. <laughs> what an honor. <laughs> Welcome to, our, get, welcome to our home. That's why he gets to travel so much. Yeah. Um, what a great life. There's a part where... <laughs> no. Do you want to say the crazy scene between just her and her mom? That this is... Oh. Where she is this when is trying to get proof? Well... It's a, it's a, it's, this is where we reach kind of the peak of the sexual perversion. Yes. Oh, boy. And mixed in with the religious mm-hmm. um, desecration. Um, so, mom mm-hmm. walks in. And Reagan 
or the de- the demon whose name, by the way, is um, it's like Pizazz or something. Pizazzu. Pizazzu. That's like a character from The Lion King. <laughs> oh, excuse me, it's Pazuzu. Pazuzu. P-A-Z-U-Z-U. Pazuzu. Isn't that literally the name of the bird? Zazu. Zazu. Yeah. Pazuzu. Pazuzu. So Reagan is repeatedly stabbing her crotch with a crucifix. Blood. Bloody. everywhere oh, blood oh, everywhere oh oh, oh no she is no. stabbing her vagina with this crucifix. and i believe we are hearing once again the famous words fuck me it's let jesus fuck you let jesus fuck let you let jesus you. fuck yeah. you let yeah. jesus fuck you uh, and the mom runs in yep and <sighs> she grabs her mom's head and rubs it into her bloody vagina oh, no. and screams lick me lick me ah, yeah. it's gross. so upsetting and disturbing i was shocked yeah. <laughs> as shocked as you all are now yeah, i'm glad i did not want to be the one to <laughs> yeah, relay yeah. that yes i yes. Oh. this movie was nominated for best picture yeah. <laughs> oh. there is that My notion that like a movie from God. the 70s didn't fully go there but it, it went there oh, it went oh, there it went there and then in burke's voice she says uh, well, he says, you know what she did? You know what your cunty daughter did? Like angry Burke yelling from within the daughter's body because oh, no. she like possessed him to kill himself is what we're gathering. Yeah. OK. Um, oh, OK. And so, yeah. And then so then we've got some scenes uh, with Father Cross doing trying to record things. Um, this is where she says, I'm, I'm the devil. Emily is. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. I'm sorry. Right it takes I, a- I just can't. I just can't believe it. She can't, she hasn't moved uh, on. Uh, also, yet. in that scene, that is the scene where um, Chris uh, Ellen Burstein like broke yeah. broke her back or whatever. Because then she's like flung. flung back from her, and then Reagan like throws a a chest of drawers at her. Yeah, or something. it's like oh, a pieces very of furniture, crazy crazy scene. Jesus Christ! But Father Carras, Father Carras. Um, oh, this. So, yeah, she's like fucking with him and saying your mother is in here with us <laughs> and really taunting him. And then he says, if my mother's in there, what's her maiden name? And then she looks at him and projectile vomits yep. very green mm-hmm. vomit all mm-hmm. in his face, which was um, supposed to hit his chest, supposed to hit his chest. He looks very upset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gross. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And. He at some point throws holy water on her, on her and she like big reaction, acts all crazy. And then he goes to the mom and she's like, isn't that good? Isn't that proof? Like the proof we need to be able to have the exorcism. And he's like, that was tap water. Yeah. And so, no, it's like sh- maybe she's still acting, but like placebo sucks. water. <laughs> yeah. Um, but don't test the right. demon <laughs> but so he ta- there's when she's reacting with the holy water just she sounds water. like she's speaking in tongues but he takes the tape to another guy who is like he's like yeah that's a language that's english like as if like duh it's english but it sounds crazy but yeah. basically she's speaking english backwards so they play it backwards mm. and it says let her die I am no one. Fear the priest, Marin. And Marin is the beginning <gasps> priest. Mm-hmm. So this demon knows who's com- knows who's coming, it seems. They're, they have a relationship. They have a relationship. It's been established. And so Whoa. he's saying fear the priest like I fear the priest. You should fear the priest. I think he fears the priest. Why would he only like adversary? Defeated him. A long time ago. Okay. Um, there's also a part so where Daniel's just being honest. Yeah, yeah he's just <laughs> telling him his feelings. <laughs> I don't want to be this way. I'm very scared. <laughs> and again, gratitude. Yes. Gratitude. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, there's Absolutely. also a scene where the um, kind of ass- assistant, Chris's assistant, brings Father Carrison and is like, "I don't want Chris to see this." Lifts up the shirt while. Um, Reagan is sleeping and it says help me as if someone from inside the torso has <gasps> written, written with their help finger. Me. Yeah, it ah! looks very creepy. I hope this assistant really is getting compensated. <laughs> Golden time. Um, yeah, this is tough. So then we go to get permission for the exorcism mm-hmm. and this is where Father Marin gets kind of called in they decide by the church yes they okay. decide Karras is like not he's too inexperienced 
has never done an exorcism before. Yeah. Right, and right. So and they, this demon said the other guy's name. Yeah, so, so they're like, we got to bring him in. a referral. Yeah, it's a direct referral from the demon. <laughs> so he'll be like assistant exorcist. Yeah. Because um, they're like, we will need a psychologist there anyways, which is like, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, the normal exorcism structure. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Marin comes in and he's like, okay, here's how it's going to go. Don't listen to anything the demon says. It's going to try to get in your head. It's going to try to fuck with you. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a liar. He's a trickster. Mm-hmm. Don't listen to him. And um, Father Karras is like, okay, well, let me tell you. There's, I think, three different personalities that have manifested so far that I've picked up in my in my observations. And, and he's like, no, there's one demon. I know a demon. Like, let me fucking do this. <laughs> he's a pro. He's a pro. We got a professional yeah. on yeah. our hands. It's Pazuzu. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much for your effort. It's Pazuzu. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> um, and then we um, mm. exorcism happens. Wow. <gasps> and there's a part earlier where they say like some exorcisms can go on for a year. Yeah. Which oh, I <laughs> was like, no. oh my god, that's too long. Too long. Yeah. God, I'm tired just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Well, Pazuzu starts off strong with your mother sucks cocks in hell. <laughs> And we've met the mother, obviously. She is an elderly, elderly, scared, sad, ill woman. Oh, no. Not that anyone should ever have that comment said about them by a demon. (laughs) But But it's it's an especially low blow here. So this is where Marin is like, okay, dismissed after... Is it that or is there one more inciting like, I mean, incident? there's kind of a lot of like craziness that happens. It's a long ep- exorcism. It's not a no. year. No, it's not a year, but it's long. But it's long. They're throwing holy water. The bed is floating. She's vomiting. She's spitting nasty, gross spits. Is this where spits. her head spins? Not quite yet. Oh, boy. Well, probably. We're getting there. Yeah, it's it's around here. Um, and you're and starting to see... Her like nasty tongue comes out. She's got like a, a Krampus-y type tongue. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> And she's wiggling it around very sexually because she's a sexual demon, sexual Pazuzu. (laughs) I think this movie, it won like one or two Oscars. One was for sound design. Yes. And And you really hear that in this part. Yeah. Yeah. Sound design and I believe writing. Yeah. Writing? Wow. And Father (laughs) Marin. Your mother sucks cocks in hell. (laughs) That's a good one liner. (laughs) Effective. Honestly, effective. Um, It's ramping up. Father Marin saying, I cast thee out. That's when we get the 180 degree head turn. It's yep. With a smile. Smiling, creepy, nasty. Um, and she's yelling things at Cross like, you killed your mother. You left her alone to die. Um, he is not doing well. No. He is really, you, he keeps like kind of going into his head and like Father Marin has to be like, like come, come on, on like, come, come on, on, come on, come on, yeah. pay attention. Like, I need you to be reciting these words with me um and then so pazuzu's winning over cross yeah yeah Yeah. um there's something where they take a little they take a little break (laughs) okay let's take a little rest they go their separate ways father marin takes some pills he's also not doing well no father marin is not holding up here have we learned yet about father marin's history with I, I don't think we get much like explicit. I think we are just to infer from the beginning implied. that they have a history. Okay. Yes. Yeah. There are a few things that are never outwardly like we don't ever get a firm answer on how the demon possessed Reagan yeah. or why. I was gonna, yeah, like, and that's right. a common question. There's either the assumption that it was a Ouija board. Right. right. But I've read a lot of film theorists that are like, it's not about Reagan. It's about Karas finding. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how she would have been the likely choice. Since they were strangers, easy mm-hmm. to get into a child, yeah. or yeah. But the movie suggests a lot, okay. as opposed to just outwardly. Okay, yeah. I mean, look, it's happening. Right. Sometimes in life, crazy shit happens, and there's yeah. no rhyme or reason. You just have to deal with it. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Gratitude. Gratitude. So then, Karas is like actually seeing his mother, like oh, no. on the bed. She is like appearing as the mother to him, and I think this is when. Marin likes like okay like get yeah. get out because Karas has an incident where he gives in to the anger <gasps> and starts to throttle um, right. Reagan right oh, like starts to no. strangle her yeah. right Which is right right exactly right. what the demon wants yes exactly right. um mm-hmm. so he kicks him out so Marin's in the room alone but unfortunately 
he is not faring too well himself. And when Karas um, comes back upstairs, uh, we discover that Marin has died. <gasps> what? No. Pretty uh, unexpectedly. Yeah. I was yeah. like, wait, what? We don't see him die. Yep. He's we assume just it's a died. heart attack. We don't know. Yeah. Oh, the no. exorcist. The exorcist. Yes. Dead. The titular. The one who had exorcist. once defeated Pazuzu is now no. dead. <gasps> dead. Yep. Oh, no. That's bad news. And for actually, everyone. that is when, I'm sorry, that's when Karas loses his temper. Well, it's because uh, she's giggling. Yeah. He looks oh, over, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, he looks over at her, and at first she's kind of quiet and just watching, and then she starts like <laughs> smiling and giggling, and then he loses it. Yeah. And that's where we also He's get this. like straight up like beating the shit out of yeah. her. <laughs> and then we get this crazy image. Oh I think it's at this point where we see Reagan kind of almost powerful on the bed. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then that statue from the very beginning mm-hmm. of Pazuzu mm-hmm. in Iraq mm-hmm. reappears kind of in the foreground. Mm-hmm. Background. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And it's a very creepily lit moment. And then as he's like beating her up, he has like a moment of clarity where he's like, he says, go into me, I believe. Yep. So he's like calling the demon out (gasps) of Reagan. Inviting. Inviting him in. Oh, no. Feels like a bad idea. Well, it all happens very quickly, though, to the credit of like how this movie moves. Mm -hmm. You have a brief second where you can just see from the makeup and the eyes that Karas is possessed. Ah. But he, with his laugh, he knows what's happening mm-hmm. still has a moment of lucidity so he throws himself out the window to kill himself <gasps> so that the demon dies or that so he dies while the demon is inside of him mm-hmm. and so we've now lost two priests both are priests but reagan is free we believe yes we believe because it feels like that wouldn't kill a demon i wouldn't think i don't know how demons really work yeah <laughs> It well, seems like no. And I think because even in the movie, they talk about how rare an exorcism is. I don't get the sense that it's easy for this to happen. Yeah. Right. Maybe and there's some sort of fluke really or some know. loophole. Right. Right. Um, so then Reagan is just okay. Well, she's, I mean, a little dazed. There's some bruises. <laughs> as okay as she can be. She's she not going to be having sex anytime soon. She, no, 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 definitely not. Do you th- does she, she wish she was lucid the whole time. Like she was aware of Well, they say on. later, no. They say yeah. she doesn't remember anything. Right. Okay. Which is God. great. But her great, mom great dies. blessing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but she does have this kind of, because there is um, an old friend of Karas pops up. His name's Father Dyer, and he kind of administers the last rites. And so then a few days later, when Reagan and her mom are getting ready to leave back to L.A., even though, yeah, she has no recollection, um, mm. there's something like when she sees the clerical collar on mm. Dyer, um, it's, it's like, almost like a flash of memory. Yes. And she gives him like a very sweet, just soft kiss on the cheek. Mm. Is that it? Um, uh, yeah, they, they, they drive. They drive off. And, you know, there's like the alternate ending. I feel like that I was trying to like read what happened in the end. And the other one I read was completely different. So the version I watched, Mm -hmm. they drive off and um, she has Father Cross's necklace Mm -hmm. and she gives it to Father Dyer. Mm -hmm. And that's the end. And he's he's hold. Yes, Chris does. And he's holding it and he goes back to the spot where he died and he's kind of just looking at it. And he's sad. It's a very quiet moment, too. Like Mm -hmm. the movie does not end with any score. Like it's a slow fade. The lights come up, but it's very quiet and almost unsettling at the end as well. Right. How much noise and sound there's been leading up to it. Right. What is, um, I wish that I had read about The Exorcist before doing this because I would love to know like what people's interpretations of it were right after it came That's out. What I, was, so. I was getting like, um, there's just so much obviously written about this film, mm-hmm. so much trivia, mm-hmm. so, so like many iterations that have happened since there's sequels, there's a t- TV show. There's so much to know. I same. I was like overwhelmed with the amount of information I could spend like all day reading about The Exorcist and... and- like critically, it was mildly received when it first came out. It wasn't okay. just derided, but it wasn't embraced. Mm-hmm. It was the box office. This was one of the first actual mm. blockbusters. Right. Wow. Because it made so much money. It was Warner Brothers highest grossing film for like a long, long yeah. time. And I think maybe adjusted for inflation, it still might be, but I don't, I'm not sure. And it inspired so many things that came after it, like The Omen, um, Amityville. There was just, even if it wasn't in the same wheelhouse of demonic possession, it showed that horror wasn't any longer relegated to just like B movie. Mm-hmm. Right. And you had a lot of rather well regarded people like mm-hmm. right. Betty Davis, 
um, right. find their way into horror films after this. It mm. kind of raised the bar mm. and the expectation. It made yeah. horror kind of prestige yeah. in a way. Because it is a slow story. It's not just shock value. It's a right. good 40 minutes until... I think even until she pees on the carpet, right. like it takes its time telling it, a story for Ugh. like the whole open. I was like, I, I think I checked twice to like make sure I was watching the right yeah. movie because I had always thought of it as such like a crazy, you know, like a hundred miles per hour movie, but it's not, it's a very like, um, yeah, like slow open, like his whole time in Iraq is like, I think it's like a almost 15 minute mm-hmm. long open of kind of no real dialogue. No. Um, and yeah. It's it feels like a drama. Wow. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found mm. the creepy trivia about. So there are tales oh. about ominous events surrounding the year long shoot. The shoot was 224 days. Wow. Which is insane. No. Um, that in and of itself. Can you imagine working on this movie for a year? Yeah, that's crazy. 224 days. It's really, really long. Very so much long money. Shoot. Yeah. yeah. Um, what would you say an average shoot is for a movie? That's like three months. A few months, yeah. 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 Um, so, okay, so oh, ominous Lord. events surrounding the year-long shoot include the deaths of nine people associated with the production. Nine? And, and stories about a mysterious fire that destroyed the set one weekend. Oh, I've heard about that. This is crazy. Wow. Um, Emily, would you ever see this movie? No. <laughs> absolutely not no 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 no. i must say that like crucifix part was Uh, yeah so jarring it also feels like and maybe just because it is so deeply shocking and that's why but like doesn't feel so it just was definitely a choice to make pazuzu so sexual like and it's actually so because it's based on a book and it's like apparently quite toned down from the book Mm -hmm. like the book is much more oh my god yeah I, I kind of want to watch the first 40 minutes of this movie and that's it mm-hmm. just so I can like understand what it feels like yeah. before it gets scary because <laughs> I've seen the scary clips enough and heard enough about it that I'm like, I don't need to see that. Wait, so what was the point? What was the point at which Marin forgot his lines when she yelled at him? What was she saying? Oh, it must have because he's only in there for the end. So it must have been that your mother suck, sucks cocks in hell and <laughs> yeah. that sort of thing. <laughs> that sort of thing. <laughs> Um, and then yeah, she's like, she's she's hell. also yelling at them to fuck each other. She's like, fuck him. You f- like fuck each other. Yeah. And like, she's she's going on and on and crazy oh, shit. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. <gasps> wow. Amazing. That is, I, I didn't know much about this. Movie. I was like, little girl gets possessed. That's pretty much all, all I knew. Her head spins around. And she projectile vomits. Mm-hmm. That is a detail I did not know at all and would never have guessed. I thought it's so and sexual. It, yeah. Yeah. I think that is very important to the story. Very important. It seems I to think, be like a number one thing that's happening yeah. here. Yeah. That's oh, what I want to read no. about. I want to read about like how people reacted to sexualization of a child in that way. I, I think it know. had a pretty negative. Uh, okay, wait. I know one more trivia. Mm-hmm. And Please. it's that because people thought this movie um, sympathized with the devil, there was some mm-hmm. like religious people that. I'd there had, must have been religious backlash. Yes, I, there, There's there must no have way been. in hell. Wait. How did it sympathize so, with the devil? Seriously, I don't know by embodying it as as a little girl. I feel showing? like this was the because we're familiar with exorcisms now, but at Very. the time this was well, like, they're sensationalizing it, profiting off of it, yes. commercializing something it, something like that. I and, think it was a. I I remember that criticism. I think it is a big misread to yes. think this movie is sympathetic, right? The devil. The devil. I think that's your very conservative sect yeah. of people. Oh, for sure. But, so they actually had to, um, Ellen Burstein had to have like bodyguards for the six months following this film's wow. release because yep. she was getting so many like death threats wow. and like people, I don't know, being aggressive with her on the street. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about her parents, uh, how they felt when this movie <laughs> know. Yeah. was being. She's got to have a stage mm-hmm. mom because I don't she know. Was an, I'm looking her up. <laughs> she was. Uh, a child model actor uh, out of 600 people she was picked for the role of Regan so I remember congrats Linda yeah. I know oh, that no. they um, they had a very big casting search and there was one there was this family show on in the 60s called Family Affair kind of a precursor for the Brady Bunch everything from like a little girl in pigtails and that actress um, Anissa Jones she wanted the part, but her mom was like, no, you take that part. No one's ever going to cast you in anything uh, yeah. else. Yeah. And I don't think Linda Blair worked a lot. <gasps> I yeah. just read 
so she she the first blow to her career was the real when people realized that the voice was dubbed and they're like oh she's not that great which That's is so crazy so to me right? that it's is so, so crazy so mean. and um <laughs> also it's like it's more like that they're dumb for not knowing yeah. that the voice is like very clear that's really <laughs> crazy Demon. and then according to this imdb trivia which who knows she was peer pressured into buying cocaine at <gasps> 18 and sentenced to three years probation mm-hmm. and oh, no. was blacklisted. Oh, yeah. no. So she was like essentially, I guess she was blacklisted for being a child actor who did cocaine. How times right. have changed. In the 70s, too. Yeah. In the, like, no, by the time she was 18, this would have been like the 80s. Yeah. Oh. Come the fuck on, Hollywood. Yeah. Wow. Excuse That's me. Real no, double standard for very much a double standard. Yeah. 18 year old girls. Woo. Oh, my God. What a wild ride. What a wild ride. <laughs> I'm going to be Damn. going to bed thinking about that little girl saying your mother sucks cocks in hell. It's a fun party line, too. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. If you're really trying to get at someone, that yeah. feels like a good way to, to go. Yeah. Um, pretty, pretty tough. And Chase, keep us posted about those footsteps. footsteps on your roof. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like that. Just watch for my stomach if I start writing help me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. no. <laughs> wow. Well. We did it. We did it. Yeah, did thank it. you so much for making me finally watch this movie. Thank I'm you. And, and, all, and, and so far, no no windows. No windows have broken. I think we're safe. In the taping we of this podcast. I really don't want to have to pay to fix a window. So let's hope that that remains, remains true. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Should we say it in the demon voice? I don't know how. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, that was really good, Emily. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> it's, Bye. yeah, deeper and deeper. We have to change. Oh, my God. That was good. <laughs> we did it. We did it. Hi guys, Emily here. Thanks for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. Hopefully none of your windows shattered while listening. If you liked the episode, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on social media at TSDW Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Send us an email at TSDWpodcast at gmail.com. We love to hear your thoughts on movies you want to hear recapped or just to say hi. We truly look forward to it. And we hope to see you here next week. We love you. Bye.